This is the John Oakley Show podcast. You know, it's really frustrating because, uh, oh, by the way, Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State, was up in Ottawa meeting with Christian Freeland earlier today, making some uh, positive noise about uh, going to bat for these two Canadians languishing in a Chinese hellhole. Uh, you know, they were abducted, you know, and being held hostage effectively as that story continues to uh, royal. But when it comes to this government, uh, you know, I'm not sure in their dealings with China if uh, they're going to be on the right side of history or they're doing right by Canadians right now. It's, uh, well, some of the signals that they're sending, uh, rather overt, that they're playing footsie with the Chinese, even to the detriment of Canadian interests. There's a story that's come out from the Canadian Institute of Steel Construction that a, that's a reporting that the federal government uh, is granting full-duty remissions on illegally dumped fabricated steel from China to supply two liquid natural gas projects on the West Coast in B.C. And uh, this is really undermining the Canadian steel industry and potential employers from this country to find all kinds of gainful employment for thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of Canadians. Jocelyn Bamford has followed the file. She's the founder of the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Canada. And she's on The Oakley Show this afternoon. Jocelyn, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Can you believe it? Just when we thought that things couldn't possibly get any worse, here we are again. Okay. uh, Well, I gave sort of a thumbnail sketch of what I guess is going on. So there's these two big LNG projects on the West Coast. And uh, what you're saying is the federal government has betrayed domestic interests in favor of the Chinese. Absolutely, because what's going to happen is they're going to fabricate and coat and do all the value add to these uh, pieces that go to this project in China. And then they're going to bring them over here and assemble them. And that is work that uh, Canadian fabricators, Canadian coders, uh, people that put uh, technology onto these parts and pieces, all the value add, we could have participated in. That could have been our jobs. And what's particularly outrageous was that our government gave them $275 million to encourage the project to go forward. And that was the, the cost of the tariffs. The tariffs would have been $275 million. Now they've waived the tariff, so they've basically um, given them twice the amount to get this project complete. And, and shut out any Canadian companies that could have participated in it. And we find that outrageous. You should be, if this is a Canadian project, and we should be con, con, um, letting our small to medium-sized business participate in that project. And, and when, as you pointed out, you know, this is a regime that has two Canadians hostage, that is cra- uh, clamping down on uh, democracy in Hong Kong, and we are going out of our way to accommodate them. And you have to wonder why. Well, if I understand correctly, though, Jocelyn, uh, these two projects, these big uh, liquid natural gas projects on the West Coast, uh, are made up of a consortium of, of investors. Uh, are they all Chinese investors, or to what extent are they Chinese? No, they're, there's, they're in a, a consortium of, of uh, Shell Canadian Energy, which owns 40%. Um, Petronas is 25%, and affiliates of uh, PetroChina are 15, and Mitsubishi Corporation is another 15, and then the Korean Gas Corporation is 5%. So it's a it's a consortium of different companies. But our point is that here is uh, 
the small to medium-sized uh, fabricators and manufacturers in, in our country that has to have uh, carbon pricing, um, are subject to C69 and C48, which is going to decimate um, production here. And then we can't even participate in this project either. So it's, it's like they are death by a thousand cuts. They're doing everything to make it impossible for us to compete. And, and they don't have the environmental protection um, where these pieces are being fabricated in China, that, and they don't have to uh, uh, apply carbon tax to their cost, and, and they're subsidized. So, you know, we don't stand a chance. Is it that we can't compete on cost, and that's why it's gone to China? It's because we can't um, uh, compete on cost because we have all of these policies that make it impossible for us to compete, and also because they are uh, dumping illegally, uh, so says the own Canadian's own ruling at the um, CITT, which is the Canadian International Trade Tribunal, which came out and said that these pieces needed to be tariffed because they were illegally dumping. Because, you know, what does dumping mean? It means that um, there's international rules and you can't overly subsidize pieces that make it impossible for anyone else to compete. Right. But Canada decided uh, to waive these so-called trade barriers. They had initially labeled them trade barriers, I guess, for protecting our domestic industry. They waived them. They got rid of them. They to... got rid of them, so they got rid of the uh, tariffs that they put in place to protect our domestic uh, industry, and that are, are that they had the, the findings that they needed to have these tariffs, so they waived them. So now they'll be able to bring in all of these fabricated pieces um, offshore with no tariffs, and they uh, they lock us all out of competing in that area. Right, and again, this is a. Uh... Well, the story I'm getting directly from the Canadian Institute of Steel Construction, so they obviously have a lot of skin in the game. They feel like they've been shut out uh, by their own government. Right. They've handed over, in in essence, the entire project to Chinese business and Chinese workers and not Canadian workers. And they should be protecting uh, our our domestic Canadian workers, our Canadian jobs, and uh, our Canadian prosperity. How many jobs are we talking about here? This is this is could be uh, hundreds of thousands of jobs lost by this mistake. Um, and uh, again, when we have we've seen manufacturing leaving uh, Canada, going to other jurisdictions, we see them going bankrupt. We see them being bought out or moving growth. This was their one opportunity to help some domestic uh, jobs, and they chose not to do it. Yeah, and uh, providing the $275 million of taxpayers' money to LNG Canada to encourage the project to go ahead sounds like corporate welfare to me. Absolutely, and you know that the coalition has always uh, been uh, speaking out against corporate welfare. What we want is a legal, uh, legal and competitive playing field, and we don't want policies that make it impossible for us to compete. So, so what did they do? They make it impossible for us to compete, and then they waive tariffs that, we, that would make it possible for us to compete, and they give away all our jobs. It's like I'm on the crazy train. <laughs> What are you saying? We could use a man like Donald Trump in charge? Is that we what you're saying? We could use some support to our, the people that give people jobs so that they can pay taxes, so that we can have uh, the services, uh, the public services that we enjoy here. But they don't understand when they kill small to medium sized business with their policies. Remember, 
of uh, if you look at Canadian business, 92% are 100 people and below. And when they kill us with their policies, they're going to have less jobs, less taxes, and less services. And it's simple math, and I don't understand why they don't seem to get that. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming on and telling us about a story that probably a lot of people missed. But uh, and the, the other part of this is it's stunning. Where's the media outcry on this? The, you know, thank goodness for you and a couple of other folks in the media that chose to cover this story. It just mystifies me why the the uh, newspapers and the TV stations wouldn't be all over this project and this this issue right now. Well, yeah, that does uh, lead lead us to wonder, uh, you know, how they're selective in some of the stories. This one has broad, broad implications, certainly uh, in terms of you know, labor, uh, employment, the idea that the Chinese are getting preferential treatment uh, when they're really uh, not necessarily working in our best interests here in this country. So our government's sort of working across purposes. I got it. Jocelyn, I appreciate your and weighing in. $42 billion project. Imagine the revenue that we could get from that, and that could go to, to uh, jobs and ultimately to social services. Mystifying to me. All right. Uh, well, I mean, it's not the first time, right? <laughs> so the hits just keep on coming. Thanks so much, Jocelyn. Thanks, John. Okay. You got Take it. Care. Bye-bye. You too. Jocelyn Bamford, founder of the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Canada. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.